Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Well, hello and welcome to My Mate Bought a Toaster. In the following podcast, you're going to hear me, Tom Price, talk to a comedy type about their purchase history on a well-known shopping website, <coughs> Amazon. Uh, it's not just me grilling them, though. I'm joined by Sam Baines, uh, who is going to help me really, really go in hard on some of these details, some of these items. Hello, Sam. Hello. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me and my laptop. Good. Thank you. Ma- you mainly have googling abilities. You've just got great googling skills. <laughs> it's mainly because if I've ever uh, DM'd you on Instagram, you message me back straight away. I have a very good response rate, and I think that's going to help with this. I, I think really it do. will. Uh, and today's guests, uh, our mystery shopper is John Holmes, not that one. Hello there. Thanks for joining Hello us, there, John Thomas. Holmes, How are you? Uh, I'm very well, thank you. Uh, thanks very much for doing this. It's quite an interesting psychological experiment, I think, doing mm. this, because when you start going back through your... Do they sponsor this? No, not yet. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, we're, we're in talks. Yeah. Uh, they... Um, they do keep quite detailed records, don't they? And I hadn't ever Terrifying. had cause to go back before. No. All the way to, it turns out, in 2004 was so, when I bought my first Amazon item. So 2004, that's when you lost your Amazon Cherry. That's right. Uh, and can you tell us what that first item was, Yes, please? I can. It's something that every home owns, Okay, uh, of course. Uh, so it will come as no surprise to know that my first ever Amazon purchase uh, was I... Um, I don't know, the 11th of May, 2004. I remember it well. Yeah, I went for, as I say, every home has one, the Region 1 NTSC DVD uh, reissue of the Video Nasty Cannibal Apocalypse on DVD. This is a time in your life before kids, presumably? Uh, yeah, no, uh, this I used to put them to bed to this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this is when they're conceived. <laughs> During, during Every, the infamous fans of the film will know it will know the scene when a man gets his entire guts and stomach mm. shot out with a shotgun from behind. Well, so much so that the camera goes through the hole in his stomach and you can see straight through it to what's going on in the sewers behind him. But that's perfect preparation for watching someone give birth. Exactly. <laughs> Super right sexy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, as the woman in the room, I will say that that's not actually how you give birth. But, <laughs> that's um, not true. Have you ever seen a C-section? Unbelievable. <laughs> Probably. And um, um, for those who don't know, yes, go on. Cannibal Apocalypse. Yeah. Don't say I, it like you don't know what mm. it is. A film I've never heard of. I've never heard of it, John. Really? Violent low-budget horror. Two Vietnam veterans return from the war carrying a deadly cannibal virus yep. contracted <laughs> when one of the men was bitten by a POW. That's wow, right. Wow, yep. okay. 
Norman Hopper tries to resist the law of human flesh after his friend bites a waitress and starts spreading the disease. But before long, he has joined him in an orgy of cannibal violence. He certainly has. I have. To say throughout this, John is grinning at me like, yeah, wow. yeah, I did that, bought that, yeah, bought that, had bought that, that with yeah. your your hard Well, I tell you where it came from. It was when I was when I was young, when I was uh, uh, at school. So 2004, and, you were how old though, please? Uh, 2004. Uh, I mean, oh God, you, uh, uh, you can't even. I, can't I don't even remember. remember. Hang on. So two, how many years ago was 2004? That was. Well, I was born in 16 fucking years ago. Right, so I'd have been 34? Right. Something, would I? Okay. Something like that. Um, And so I was way too old to buy this, clearly, because (laughs) it's a child's... Was it good for someone who, for someone who, and I'm guessing you probably struggled to buy or get served for alcohol if you were even over the age of 18? That's correct. Amazon must have been a great relief for you to uh, finally uh, get hold of these things. Well, well the, the thing was, when I was at school, mm-hmm. right, uh, and, and video nasties were the, the big news and everyone was talking about banning films, it was all over the, you know, the papers about how these films had influenced people and violence. And the, uh, the government at the time issued a list of, I think, 73 films that were on video that you could get from the news agents that were classified as video nasties officially, and they were banned in this country, right? Oh. So everything from I Spit on Your Grave, Driller Killer, oh. uh, all of those. So I just made it my mission right. to collect them all. So just to be contrary rather than to enjoy their movie-making prowess. M- more or less. I mean, I don't think tricky. I've ever watched SS Experiment Camp, but I do oh. have a copy of it. But have you watched this one? So what's the name of this film again? That Cannibal Apocalypse. And have you watched Cannibal Apocalypse? Yes, I have. I remember watching it when it came out on, would have been VHS, yeah. uh, and then it was banned. Right. And then when I... It was I, banned just in the UK. Yeah. Right. Any reviews of it, Sam? Did we oh, some lovely one. Two one-star reviews. Um, one titled Crap. Um... <laughs> Mr. Russell says, don't believe the other reviews of this film. I'm a massive horror fan, but this was just plain crap. Okay, Can't good. believe Quentin Tarantino rates this so he highly. Does, he does. Oh, oh, really? Does he? He does, yeah. Okay. He's usually got very good taste. Well, Almost zero gore, which I'm shocked what? by after no. And this is what they're after, isn't it, with these things? Atrocious acting, interesting idea, but just badly done. Mm. Also, there are no full stops in this review. Okay, it's okay. just two full stops at a time. That's annoying. The only good thing is the funky 80s soundtrack, especially in the beginning. Save your money for something like Dawn of the Dead or Zombie Flesh Eaters. I've got those. If you want good Let's move on. This. That's 2004. Take us through uh, some highlights that we then come across. Um, I'm looking at 2006 here, John, on your, um, on your purchase history, which is thank you so much for letting us into your uh, into your life. Well, it was yes. slightly worrying for me going back, and it's so to, you know to have sort of you know handed over to a friend and just go. Do you want to have a look through my history? Mm. It's possibly not a good, good mean, idea. Yeah, I mean, you, anything you say, friend, I'm not sure I can be your friend anymore when I see that you bought Zooborns, the cutest baby animals <laughs> from zoos around the world. This was born in 2006. Apparently, it's a gift order. Yeah, but I can't remember why. <laughs> Did my sister maybe? I don't know. Zooborns, the cutest <laughs> baby animals from zoos around the world. So if you like baby animals that are in the wild, not for you this. <laughs> I don't yeah, want to see. I a- want captive baby animals <laughs> with their sad little faces. <laughs> There's a dark side to uh, John Holmes, Sam Baines. I don't know if you're seeing this, but if you look on the 11th of September 2006, NB order placed on the 11th of September 2006. It's Flight 93 revealed what yeah. really happened on the heroic 9/11 Let's Roll flight. Five short years after the actual thing happened. Too, not too soon for John Holmes. No, 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 no. Get never stuck in. No, Even your order date is funny. You ordered it on the 11th of September. Well, it was, was it, it during the two-minute silence? You thought, oh, no. Let's have a quick look online. I know what I want. I want a book about 
planes Would being you? hijacked. I don't know. That, that, that is interesting, certainly, and it must have uh, sparked an interest. Hmm. But the reason I bought it was because I, I, the one plausible conspiracy theory that I have any truck with out of all of them in the world is the one that says that Flight 93, you remember this was the one that was going towards the uh, White House, I think? Uh, yes. Uh, and it was... Um, and it was the one that crashed into a field in Pennsylvania. Yeah, that's right. right. Because it didn't hit the Pentagon. You know, it was one of the one that crashed into the field and killed everyone on board, right? Yeah. Now, the, the story was, of course, that the passengers had overpowered the hijackers. Mm-hmm. And in the ensuing fight, it had crashed into the ground. Now, I, I, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. But if I were to believe one, it would be that the military shot that plane down. Uh-huh. To avoid uh, it going to avoid into, it going into the White House, yeah, which is where yeah. it was headed, yeah. um, and of course they had to make up a story about the passengers being brave and doing that. Oh, so it's, a, it's, a, it's a good spin, it, a positive spin. So, on it, that. but if, if I had to believe a conspiracy theory, that one is at least a little bit plausible. Mm. To well, me. what I find interesting about this is it's only been reviewed six times. Right, so okay. Five of them were me. <laughs> a very popular book. And uh, what are the reviews? Are they sort one of... one one star review says a conspiracy way too far. Oh. Of course, no one really knows what happened on Flight 93 or any of the other flights. Well, the other thing was... Isn't there a black box? Isn't there a black box for it or not? Well, there might have been. They adopted that. The other thing about that flight, which is interesting in the book, as I remember, was, of course, that there were loads of phone recordings of phone calls of, Mm. of the passengers... Phoning loved ones and saying goodbye. And yeah, stuff this is like. really bleak for my podcast. It is. It is. I'm yeah. not enjoying yeah. this. But yeah. go on. But but the other, but then there was the question, of course. Well, how do you get a cell phone signal? In the if you've ever been on a plane, certainly in that when that right, happened, right. there weren't wasn't Wi-Fi on planes. How are you getting a cell signal? In a, why can't in people just enjoy it, even if it is a conspiracy theory? Why can't we just go? Well, that's a nice. That's a nice spin on an awful, yeah. awful event. Yes, it is. Well, the majority of the reviews just say it's obvious that no one's ever going to know what actually happened. Yeah. Surely yeah. that's the point of the conspiracy we, book. Which though. makes for... So, hang on, is this a, this is a book, right? Or this is before the film? This is a book. Because it then got turned into a film. That's right. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're 1993. Yeah, yeah. by Roland Morgan, published in 2006. All right. Okay. Hello to you, Roland, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> I've got a nice one here on... Um, the 14th of July, 2012. Oh, okay. So we're going right into 2012 now. So years later. So so the John Holmes who buys video nasties and likes to <laughs> read books about apocalyptic events in human history. Yeah. Suddenly he's bought a, a grow clock sleep trainer. That's right. That's what, this is the nicer version of John Holmes. Now. See how your life has changed. See how, see how your purchase history is telling you your story. John. That's what I like about this. And it's mm. interesting going back for that reason. The, the glow Grow clock sleep trainer. Yeah, this, so this was a um, the, the idea of this. Did you have one? You've got kids. Did you have one of these? We've got one. Two nights it lasted. Yeah, same here. Right, and it's <laughs> so shit. It, it is. It doesn't work at all. I mean, the the logic of it is that you've got a clock face without numbers on it, and yeah. the idea is it counts down for a child that wakes up in the night. It counts down and changes colour to tell them when it's time to get out of bed. Yeah. They should sit and watch that clock rather than screech or come and poke you in the face to wake you up, right? The idea they'd have the self-control to go, wait for yeah. it to go yellow, wait for it to go yeah. yellow. I mean, they do wait for it once, they'll wait for it to go yellow and a little smiley sun to appear. Yeah. And that's that's a gleeful, joyful moment. And that's it. That's, that's it, that's the end of that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's just used as a, as a nightlight and v- without any of the fun. You could have just got a nightlight for none of the price. Mm, but mm. It, um, or you could just use the actual sun. Yeah, yeah. You could just point your child towards just a window. Open go, the curtains. <laughs> when the when it turns yellow, when the day turns yeah. yellow, when the, get up. I've got a grow clock. It's called the sky. Uh, just let Sam, them sleep in the a... garden. It'll be fine. I have to say <laughs> that um, uh, buyers on this platform, Amazon, um, disagree with you. Sixty-five percent of the reviews are five star. Okay, it now, won the Mums Awards right, in I've 2018. Got to interject here, Sam. And there is rumours. And in fact, I know someone who's done this. I know someone who has written fake reviews for. There are over 4,000. Well, 
Amazon have got a lot of money to pay for, <laughs> for <laughs> review deep, pigs. But this deep, is why I Deep hear. dive into another conspiracy theory here. Well, maybe, mm. maybe. I don't know. But the, there is this rumour that that's what happens. You pay lots of money and then people write lots of nice reviews. Hopefully that'll happen yeah. with this podcast. Can we Fingers do that? Crossed. Can we get this? Do we guys? have any money? Um, people say, don't listen to the haters. Very durable, very helpful, but not very user-friendly. I mean, it's still oh. there now. It's still in uh, the youngest room, just there in the corner, yeah. where it's been for seven or eight years. And is it still sun up and sun downing, or is it just it's given up? It's given up long time. I think just the plug fell out of the back and no one's ever bothered to <laughs> put also, it back in. If you think this is so stupid, right, because um, it's got loads of buttons on it, and I'm putting it next to my kid's bed, saying, watch that, and when it goes yellow, you can get up. So my son's like, oh, some buttons there. I'm yeah, yeah, press yeah. the shit out of those. Also, it was the most complicated thing to say. Did you find that? Oh, I my could God. not yes. work it out. I mean, that's part of the reason it stopped being used, because I couldn't figure it out. I mean, it's... Hilariously, lots of the one-star reviews say, after you say you couldn't figure it out, yeah. too easy for the kids to alter the setting. <laughs> the sun is coming up at 3 a.m., so apparently. You, you couldn't figure it out, but the kids I could can. not my, set it correctly. My kids are on Dubai time for some reason. <laughs> um, so this is, this is what happens. So, you know, you remember in the old days, like when if you had an old Casio watch and it had two buttons on it, and you'd press the button and hold it down, and then things would start flashing. And you yeah. press the other button to go through the different things you wanted to change. I had a baby J, but fine. Lovely. Okay, fine. You can still relate to this. Right? <laughs> um, and this is what happens on the on the grow clock timer thing, uh, except all the things that flash are these weird little icons that are tiny, and they're all over the clock. So you've got like a little moon uh, in the top right of this thing, and then the top left you've got a little sun, and then yeah. and there's, like, there's some waves. Why the sea's involved, I don't know. Uh, and you've got to try and go around those, navigate those, and one is to set an alarm, one is to set when it comes up, one is to set when it goes down. Yeah. Well, it's like a Philip Pullman compass. Yeah, it is. And, I could, and each time I went to do it, even though it was on consecutive nights, I couldn't remember what each of those symbols meant. Well, also, if you've bought one of these things, you are chronically sleep deprived. So this is yeah. preying on people who are having nervous breakdowns anyway. <laughs> their frontal lobes have been destroyed and dissolved by their children. Yeah. You, be, you know what the best thing to do if you want your kids to stay in bed? Just play them that horror movie. That's what you've got to do. It's too scared. They'll never get up. Perfect. Um, all right, so this is that's from 2012. And then yep. uh, let's have a look. Uh, we're at 2014. So by this stage, John, you've got young kids. You, how many kids have you got? Two kids, two kids. All right, and what age are they by they this? They are, what, now or then? By this uh, point, 2012. 2012. 2012. Um, one of them was born in uh, 2010, uh, and the other one was born in 2012. So Okay, fine. Yeah. All right, so it's all rainy. You're still, you're still yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why in uh, on the 28th of November 2014, I bought a rustic keyhole-covered escutcheon in black cast iron. Is that the AB222? Uh, it's the AB222. Are you familiar with it? Yeah, they're really, it's absolutely <laughs> lovely. That's, that one's now retailing at 2.99, I believe. Yes, that's correct. So, I mean, there's no simple way to ask this question. What the fuck is this? Right, I live in a, where I live, right, is quite a windy area. Right, so I live in a, a sort of the, on the outskirts of a village, right, and between where the houses and the, the the Arctic wind that blows down Sorry, from the North Pole. Do you get more wind in villages? Is this what you're saying? Well, where it's sort of yes, because what happens is it, it's like it's got its own weather system as far as I can make this out. This is so, such a yokel bullshit thing. This is what my my cousin right lives down in Devon says. Yeah, we got a microclimate. Yeah. Yeah. What are you talking yeah. about? Well, yeah, well, I'm with him. But right? I've never heard anyone say, I've got a microclimate, so I had to buy yeah. Yeah, a well, rustic the, keyhole. <laughs> see, the, oh, no, no, because the door, that, the back door, the side door, if you like, faces 
right, the field from which the Arctic wind comes across, because there's nothing between it and, if you look at a map where the southeast of England is, because I live in Kent, right, yeah. right, if you look straight up from, from where my house is, it's, it's, green, it's Greenland, it's up there, there's right. nothing in the way, so all of that blows straight through the keyhole of my back door, <laughs> that's not a euphemism. You thought Lloyd Grossman was bad. So I, uh, to stop the, the hurricane force wind coming through the keyhole and, and being, and, and reaching all the way through the house to the lounge where I'm sitting. <laughs> I bought a rustic keyhole covered in shot in black cast iron. Was there a moment when you were sitting there with Mrs. Holmes and you're like, no, fuck this, I'm going on Amazon. I'm, I'm being broken by this wind. But also, it must have, if it was coming through the keyhole, it must be like... No, it, it funnels it into a gale, on, doesn't it? Are you telling me, right, yeah. you're complaining about all this wind that's coming from Greenland yeah. and a 2.99 bit of iron has yeah. stopped it? It has. That's incredible. Because, of course, it's a keyhole cover. That's what it does. It covers the keyhole, Tom. Keyhole and and I, I also spend a lot of time going going around being cute, going, where's the best draft excluder? It's quite an old house. It's a bit drafty. So you're, but are you one of those people, then, who likes to make a room nicely sealed? and? Not really, no. I was just livid at this, trying to work out where the draft was coming in fact, I, I was sitting where I was sitting. There was a draft which made me do this, yeah. but it didn't solve the problem entirely. So yeah. I'm thinking, well, it's, it's got to be coming from a, through another keyhole. So then you have to, <laughs> or perhaps a larger space. Oh. Um, in in the window. in the several in the several years since you bought this, it has gone up by a pound. Has it? I got it. So it is now oh. three ninety nine. Obviously, people have wow. realised the value of this keyhole I'm, cover. Well, I'm be honest, if you John's just given it, it's going to go back down, isn't it? Because you said it was useless. Well, well I think I found a, a very positive review. Then, mm -hmm. um, wholly remarkable. They call this holy, yeah, very remarkable, good. like that. Stops the howling winds from blowing into the lounge. See. <laughs> I wrote, this, I wrote this. This is Jay Holmes and Kent. <laughs> Looks the part in our 17th century thatch. All right, Shrek, yeah, yeah, exactly. Is big enough to fit the key into, small enough not to let the neighbours see you spying on them. <laughs> just <What>? the job. <laughs> wow. So do you still enjoy this? Because can I just say, I did not know what an escutcheon was. That's what it, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. And I know the... Did you, the sit, did you sit in the living room and go, that's it, we need an escutcheon? <laughs> or did you find out what it was I when you... I found it when I looked right. up keyhole cover and okay. there it was. Yeah. But the, the bit that... Um, because obviously you have to get the key in, so so the bit that covers it is on a, is on a, like a little uh, hinge knock to it swing aside. to knock it aside to put the key in. Yeah. Uh, that snapped off very shortly. <laughs> I mean, that's probably so, one pound fifty's worth of the escutcheon. I mean, that's its main job. Also, Otherwise, it's just an elaborate of keyhole. Course. That's one hundred percent. That's thing. what it is, and it snapped. <laughs> Hi, I'm Julia Rayside and I'd like to invite you aboard my podcast. Always There is the only podcast to navigate through every single episode in order of the 1980s seafaring soap opera, Howard's Way. You don't have to love Howard's Way or even remember it. We're going to talk about it anyway, because I think it's brilliant. Somebody's nicked my bloody coat. Find us on Twitter at AlwaysTherePod. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Twenty second of September, two thousand and eleven. You bought a book <laughs> by, amongst others, Simon Bates. Yeah, off of our tune. Yeah, the radio presenter Simon Bates. That's um, right. Paul Hollins, Paul Chanter as well, have written a book called "Hang the DJ." Yeah, the radio presenter's guide to the law. I've been fired a lot by this point. <laughs> How many times since you read that book have you been fired? Right? <laughs> More. <laughs> what was your first sacking? The first, the first sacking was from. Um, a tiny little uh, radio station in Canterbury, which had just, it wasn't this tiny little, uh, not community station, but it only did Canterbury, Whitstable and Hearn Bay. So no. it was like a small little, that was my first uh, show. And it was a Saturday afternoon thing. Um, and I remember the boss who hired me was great. But then as ever, he left and the new guy really did not get what I was doing. One of those. Okay. One of those. And I remember saying, there, there was a, 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 a jingle they made, um, or a, a trail for the evening show, which was, um, listen to this with whoever it was, it's Kent's best party, or some such <laughs> shit, right? <laughs> so every time I had to play that, because you know it is, they cut, you have to play it, it's yeah. in, the, in the thing. I that would then describe in some detail what I thought Kent's best party actually might be, which involved a crack house in Sturry Road <laughs> in Canterbury. Um, and the boss did not... Uh, not like he didn't this think at all. a crack house in Sturry no. Road was appropriate for a Saturday. Yeah, he afternoon. really didn't, uh, but it was really just an excuse to get rid of me. Of course, if you'd read that book, you'd have known what to then do. I would, would have done. And then I went to um, that was the first sacking. Then I went down to Power FM on the South Coast, which oh, yeah. is now a heart station, probably. Or something. Is, yeah. And that all went wrong um, when there was a we used to do a, a, a game, right, where you the listeners had to phone in. And they had to, then had to put something, it was a time trial, through the letterbox of a neighbour while on the phone oh, this is to amazing. the studio. This right? is all so pre-Saxgate as well. Oh, God. It? Oh, no way you could do any of this No, no, no. And it went through, so they put something through the door, right? <laughs> and it was it was weird stuff, like some a soil, turd. a turd, some mm-hmm. soil sellotape to a hammer, whatever we decided it would be. And the time trial started when they knocked on the door to ask for it back. How long would it be before they got it back? So, knock, 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 start the clock, right? right. Door opens. Yeah. Excuse me, I've accidentally dropped my hammer with some soil on it through your letterbox. Can I have it back, please? And then, do this? Oh, yeah. Um, but it all went on when someone put a squirrel through a letterbox. <laughs> oh, my. A, a live and it destroyed a hallway. <laughs> Did the squirrel answer the door when they were knocking on the door? <laughs> I live here now. I mean, you, the damage a squirrel can do to a hallway is quite spectacular, it oh turns out. Oh, my God, that's amazing. Uh, so that was... Uh, and so more, you lost your job. Power yeah, more, more, more or less, yeah. Can you tell us, John, what on earth was going on on the 27th of August? Yeah. When your, your neighbour picked this up as well. Parcel was handed directly to a neighbour. Yeah. And this is the Flip Belt Classic <laughs> yeah. Premium Running belt. You've gone for the charcoal model there. What on earth is a running belt? Don't you know what a running belt is? You do running. Do you not know what a no, running belt is? Running, a running bell? A running bell, I do know what that is. <laughs> a running belt. No, uh, do you know how I got into this, right? So this, the, I, on Twitter, yeah. the broadcaster, Jamie East. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, uh, put out a question saying, um, runners, um, what I, I need something to put my eye pod, generic music player, mm-hmm. and stuff in, keys, yeah. right, while I run. Um, pockets, What, what sort of uh, strappy armbandy thing can I get? Yeah. And, um, and everyone came out going, no, you need this. Seriously? This this running belt. And I looked, and I run, so I looked it up, and indeed, it's got, but it's got all, all the bits, pouch holes in it, yeah, where you put your keys and your music player and all the rest of it, and it filters the 
um, the wires through in the right place. It's good. Are you ever tempted to do a Rambo and put it on on a diagonal across your chest? <laughs> you know, that's a very good idea. It should, but it, it, it does look like that, doesn't it? Pull it, it, it looks like bullet, yeah. it looks like that, but there, it's yeah. like a utility belt. But here's the it's kicker, exactly right? right? Here's the key thing, Sam. I don't know what you think about this. How much do you think this would cost? I mean, this is a bit of material that goes around your waist. It's a belt, yeah. right? Yeah. He's, he's paid twenty three pounds for this. Yeah. Now you've said that out loud, it does look a bit ridiculous. I mean, it goes up to sixty four fifty seven. No, what what? Add-ons? what do you get? I would expect the iPad and everything with that. Different size. Okay. Well, so John's got the child's version. <laughs> <laughs> really tiny. If, you, if you need a running belt, right? Right, but, and you're so fat that you have to buy the biggest belt. I mean, what's going on there? Pounds 60, how fat do you have to be to get more material than than twenty three quid's that worth? It's extraordinary. So what what do you get with a sixty foot? That is just for the biggest version, then, is it? That seems very steep. I think so yeah, extra wow. large. That's hilarious. Wow. Well, what are the reviews like? What are people saying? Um, people, well, let me just tell you, because you weren't quite sure what it was, the flip belt is a really simple but revolutionary project, product oh. to go hands-free. It's made of machine washable, so that's useful, yeah. high-tech spandex lycra blend material wow. with an internal pocket system. system. Internal system. pocket system. system? It's got pockets, guys. Yeah. Accessible <laughs> from four openings round the belt's exterior. Wow. So now you can see maybe why it deserved the um, high... Yeah. Price tag. I mean, it's a bit of plastic, isn't it? And also, I don't know how long do you run for. Well, I mean, I vet. I mean, five uh, k. What does that take? It's about twenty five minutes. Yeah, exactly. Half an hour. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Why don't you just hold your your generic device in your hand? For well, half an I hour? don't want to do that. Do you, rather, take, do you get take sweaty hand? Don't you? No, I'd rather tuck it away. I'd rather it, you in the go, winter. It's fine because if you're running with a thing with like fleece with a pocket in, you're okay. You don't need the belt. Yeah. But in the summer. Do you run you with a fleece on? I get, in the winter, I just still run in with the same stuff. I just, I just get, undo it further as I go. Oh, I guess yeah. nothing worse than a sweaty run. Do you run, Sam? Are you a runner? No. Oh, it's absolutely awful. not. And you get sweaty I tried for a while. I did it for a video once. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so other people think I run. Really? Now, obviously, people have had the same problem and wanted to go for a smaller size to save on cash. Mm. Um, Charlotte says, too small, too expensive. I could hardly get the extra small over my knees, and I'm a petite five foot one. It oh, John, your type. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like a headband. Oh, that, well, that, that would make more sense, stick it around your head yeah. and have your, your water bottles hanging off your head. So you don't really go more than 5K then? I, I'm not, not sure. Not one go, no. Okay. I mean, I do 10K <laughs> over a month. Exactly. Clearly. All right, nice. But this is good. Again, it's telling the story of John Holmes. Here you are. He's the guy trying to get fit now. Is this part of some sort of midlife crisis, John? It probably is, yeah. yeah I've realised. I tell you, what, it, it all came about some time ago when I was uh, on XFM and there was uh, an S&P, a, a promotional thing we had yep. to do, where I had to go and do a tough mudder. You know, those, um, yeah. those big assault course races. Mm. And I realised that I probably wasn't equipped to do um, what is essentially a half marathon of 13 miles with all of the Tough Mudder obstacles in it's it. It's an assault course It's, over it's a, a major marathon. assault course. Did you do it? Oh, God, yeah. I loved it. Did you? But I had to get fit to do it because yeah. I wasn't going to pile in, you know. So I went off to do some fitness stuff and then started running then. It's very Moorish, um, isn't it, once you get into it? And once you get into it, it's fine. And if you're just feeling a bit, well, ill or hungover or just you want to clear your head, or go for a run. Yeah, it burns off all the madness, doesn't yeah, it? I can remember when I first started running when I was about 23, just, you know, for mental health stuff and yeah. to be a bit thinner. And I'd go, I'd do uh, 12 minutes and I'd come back and I'd have a cigarette. <laughs> Best days of my life, as well. Um, um, one of the most interesting questions I think we've seen so far that someone's asked about the product oh, yeah. is, will a UK passport fit in? So I don't know who <laughs> runs or how far you run in That's extraordinary. with your passport. Can I can I fit a torch on there to run through the Channel Tunnel <laughs> on my way out? It would double as one of those, if you well, like those, thinking of travelling, you know those sort of ridiculous airport, carry all your stuff in a utility belt, 
Travel yeah. pack. It would like double a, as that. What do Americans call them? The fanny pack. Fanny pack. There you go. Yeah. This could be some That's sort like of... That's like a bum bag. Yeah. yeah. So it could be like a bum belt. No, but you get one that goes under your clothes for the airport. Yeah, that does go no, then you look No, because then you look like a suicide bomber. Yeah, that does go under your on, Or you look like you're touching yourself up when you're trying to pay for something. Yeah. Mind you, I do find it very arousing. I'm one of those financial masochists. Do you know about those people? People, there are people who um, get sexual pleasure out of losing money. So they send their credit card details off to people online, and these women spend loads of their money and like message them and tell them what they're buying. And, and men are jerk. Are you making this up? No, it's wow. absolutely true. You, you both don't want to have financial masochists. Like, what on earth is yeah. he on about? That exists. But in a way, John, you've been indulging in financial masochism on your Amazon account for the last <laughs> 15 has, years. That's proof. And that, which explains why I'm sexually aroused going back through it. So one of the things that will definitely sexually arouse you as a uh, performance narcissist is on the 27th of August, 2015. So we're going to 2015 here. We're going yeah. back a bit, because I really want to stop on this, because I've noticed this scrolling through. And uh, you've managed to buy a book here uh, John Holmes, by a man called John Holmes. Uh, the book's called The Portraits <laughs> of an Idiot as a Young Man, part memoir, part explanation as to why men are so rubbish. Yes. Um, John, tell us what attracted you to the book you wrote. Well, um, uh, th now, this was uh, this was part of an experiment, you see, because I... Uh -huh. uh, uh, so sure I, it was. Sure, sure, sure. So I wrote a, I wrote a book. It's It has the title that you just mentioned. Mm -hmm. um, and I wondered idly. I mean, I didn't, let's be clear, I don't didn't need to buy my own book because I have a garage full of them. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody let's, needs to buy your book. Let's be honest. We all know where you live. We all know we can get into the keyhole now. It's very accessible. We can break it and steal them. So just why did you- whistle through it. <laughs> exactly. I wanted to genuinely see if buying one copy of a book, like mine, yeah. altered its position in the Amazon chart. Did it? Yes. Is that because it was 2014? Possibly. <laughs> um, but it, it did briefly, if you buy one copy, because the, the Amazon, you know, charts move all over the place. But yeah. if you, it turns out if you buy one copy of a book, like your own one, right. you can shift it up into, if it's, you know, hovering outside the top 10 or whatever, you can shift it up to like number three with one purchase. Really? But only for like a minute, because obviously then so something you, overtakes it. So it's a- it's, Did you buy it, do a screen grab and yeah, then oh God, send it yeah. back? So now it's an Amazon top five best-selling Amazing. book. Wow. Thanks to me buying one copy. Oh, yeah, exactly. Cheating the system. You, you paid £11.69 for it. I mean, yeah. we have been looking at reviews of the product, so it's only fair, John, that we look at <laughs> some reviews of your book. Also, it is actually cheaper now. It's 8 <laughs> in paperback and there's a Kindle edition. Of course, of course there, there is. are 28 customer reviews. Go on. Did you pay any of them? Or are these... I did not. Oh, no? no? Okay. Should we go for a one star? Please. Oh, come on. And let's just get it done. We'll right. end with... Um, yeah, shit sandwich, Jim. Come on. Um, Blowfly says, absolute rubbish. <laughs> what childish nonsense. If my four-year-old wrote such drivel, I'd ask her to have another go. Bloody hell. That's my life on the page, that is. That's like being... Per That's not criticising a book, because it's a memoir. Right. So it's all about growing up and being a teenager. And I laid my heart bare for this book, to the point where ex-girlfriends don't talk to me anymore. Wow. Because of some of the incidents in that book. No. Detail in quite... I'm kidding. No, no, no. Well, give us a, give us a quick example. Well, I, I well, I mean, I, I was very open about um, uh, sex growing up, right? Mm -hmm. And, and mm -hmm. to, 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 in real detail. Yeah. So you know, but I changed some names, obviously. Yeah, okay. But uh, but it, did you just change them by like one letter? Exactly that. <laughs> did you really? Yeah. Did Sam become Sim or something? I mean, I won't specify which how it changed here. But also, basically, I'm yeah. not an ex-girlfriend. Just to be clear, <laughs> I'm not in the book. <laughs> She's my current one. Uh, so the um, yeah, so so it's very explicit. Like my, my mum read it and yeah. then sort of went um, right. Uh, uh, let's not talk about it. And, and and you know, my wife had read it and stuff. And and so it. I, I, what I did was overshare because I forgot I was writing a book for other people to read. And in my head, it was just like a cathartic sort of 
diary thing. Yeah. And then I realized it had to be published. Yeah. And then, you know, my editor was like, well, you've been very <laughs> honest, haven't you? And did you not think, oh, I might step off I, a bit, I was like, maybe? Mm, well, I thought, no, fuck it, put it out there, it'd be fine. It's life, it's my life. Yeah, exactly. It's a one-star so life. So I now feel like I'm getting criticised for just living um, a shit life. <laughs> one-star life. Well, P&L says, total trash. I agree with the author only in one respect. It's a portrait of an idiot. And <laughs> like the, I, yeah, said, I, was, I was honest about it. Yeah. Yeah. You're it's a beautiful irony that after writing a memoir which rubbishes men, this little cuck gets fired by the BBC for being a white male. <laughs> oh, yes, of course. See the sort of people that... Whereas Ian says, five stars, great fun. John's book is great fun. We are the exact same age and I can embarrassingly relate to much of what he talks about. Very entertaining. That's all it's meant to be. I do recommend it. Ian there spelt J-O-N. One one (laughs) of the things I really love, if you ever dig down on uh, Amazon and the books, is the different categories of genres they've got. Have you ever done that when you find it like, it says, this is number one in oh yes Norse 17th century sci-fi fantasy yeah exactly. you know what I mean it's yeah, 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 incredible it's very niche yeah trying to find someone like for example there's one on here uh, there's Ladlit get Ladlit Ladlit I mean maybe you should have popped in uh, I should have done in Ladlit um, I'm not sure I can I can't I'm trying to find the link where you can look at all the the random genres but I can't find it now and I'll just end up staring I genuinely looked at Amazon to try and find the different genres and got distracted by a deal <laughs> while you were talking just now I went oh, see awesome. even me telling you about my life has bored you so much that you're just looking you've just gone shopping on Amazon thanks so much one star one so much. Um, oh, brilliant no it got to the point where it was um, it, it, uh, it, it I just uh, I have to forget about some of the stories that are in the, they're just out there now and you just go oh, well fuck it. you know people now know about what uh, what my mum my obviously I wrote quite a detailed thing. My mum and I have never spoken about the time she caught me having a wank. All right, amazing. Um, and it's never been mentioned ever since. Why would it be? No, right? Because I was no. like fourteen or something, I suppose. Oh God! Uh, and oh God. I know, I know. I know. Um, but anyway, so I detail all this in the book because I had to get eighty thousand words out of something. <laughs> A 10,000 words of this book, you must <laughs> well, If so, I will read it. I mean, yes, basically, yes. <laughs> um, and, and, but my mum then read the book, but of course that was the first time, but she still didn't mention it, even though, but there were five, I'm not going to tell you them now, because so, I'm going to make you read the book. Good. Um, but there are, there are five words, five, um, six words that my mum said to me <laughs> in this scenario yeah. that haunt me still. Oh. Uh, and I, please tell me. Please Just tell all me. the time or every time you're wanking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, yeah. No, she said, well, all right, the details are, right? Oh. So so back in the day, Channel 4 used to do this thing called the Red Triangle series. Were you, did you remember that? No. Right, so they used to show art films right, yeah. that were foreign late night on Channel 4. Okay? Oh, right, yeah, and they so. put a red triangle in the in the, in the the corner. Yeah. And it worked as a brilliant marketing tool for teenagers because you knew there was going to be some nudity in it. It's right. an analogue red tube, basically. Basically, yeah. Okay. Uh, and and, and one, one evening, mm-hmm. the family had gone to bed. Of course they have. And I, I may have stayed up late. Yeah. Um, and I didn't have a television in my bedroom. You stayed right up, didn't you? So I, um, I may have um, entertained myself. <laughs> In some... the family living room. <laughs> oh, that's what... It's, it's, I mean... It doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah, you know. Does not surprise. Do everyone does personal admin wherever they can <laughs> exactly. find a moment to do it. And I the didn't. Fam- the family were there framed pictures of your family looking back. <laughs> in well, I didn't hear the creak of oh, the stair. No. Oh dear, you were busy. So, <laughs> so I was busy, Sam. I was busy, and then I, I the last minute I heard the door handle to the to the lounge going. So I hit the remote control because there was nudity on telephone, right? And it went over to pages from teletext. <laughs> Sexy. So my mum walked in to find me <laughs> masturbating <laughs> to, teletext. to teletext. And she looked at me and I looked at her and we both looked at teletext. Right? And then these are the words. I can't look you in the eye. The, sorry, these, these are the words. She just went, 
don't get any on the sofa. <gasps> oh, <laughs> amazing! Oh, that's awful. Oh my! <laughs> Did you? Okay, here's the most important question of all. <laughs> Did you seal the deal? Did you continue? I think I stopped. Oh, oh I thought the most important question of all was what fabric was this? Because <laughs> if it's velvet, yeah, fair enough. It's yeah, hard yeah. to get out. She's right. If it's leather, she's just being rude. <laughs> That's white clean. So this has been uh, My Mate Bought a Toaster. And uh, John Holmes, thank you so much for joining us today. Before we lose you, I'd like to know mm. what is the one thing, when you've done this, when you've gone through your, your purchase history, this diary of things you've bought, what's the one thing that stood out and uh, is your favourite that you'll take with you and think, yeah, I need to, need to get that back into my life, or at least maybe that this changed my life? Uh, the, the, the fly spray, but for spiders. <laughs> <laughs> wow, a spider killer. It's a spider, spider spray. I didn't know there was such a thing. It changed my life. Because I, 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 again, arachnophobia, I don't like spiders oh, at really? all. But when I had kids, I had to deal with spiders more because where ordinarily I'd run away, but now I have to show the father thing of going, no, don't worry about spiders. Look, mm. let, me, let me deal with the spider. But you, while I deal with the spider, why, you know, why don't you go and stand in a different room while I smash it to pieces? <laughs> <laughs> are you, but are you one of those people who's so scared you couldn't go anywhere near it? You'd be yeah, 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 when I was growing up, certainly. And, and then I realised that, you know, people go, oh, I'll hoover them up. No, because then they're alive in the hoover and they'll breed in there and then you'll have a hoover full of spiders. Did you watch arachnophobia as a kid? Yeah, I did. It, it was horrible. Yeah. It terrified me. Um, um, and I, uh, bought the, someone told me there was this spider spray, like fly spray, but from a distance for spiders, and it just uh, renders them dead. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't bought, care. you bought a three pack. I know. So, <laughs> <laughs> wow, he really hates spiders. Pretty excited that about is this. incredible. <laughs> yeah. And the uh, the spray works in corners or directly on the spider. I mean, that is the nature of, of liquid, isn't and it? It, it, will, will, <laughs> it will hit corners. Yeah. Yeah, also, ask my mum about that. <laughs> there's a list of places. <laughs> Oh my, oh, don't please. get it on the sofa. Oh, please. There's a list of places that it'll work in, which include the house car, caravan, garage, garden, shed, greenhouse, and there are many more locations. It must be said, actually, it's a good place to have an insect repellent in the car. Have you ever had a, a spider or a fly attack in the car? I, I've it's... had it, both a spider and a, and a large hornet in a <gasps> foreign country. Oh, um, really? Where it flew in the window, and that is not what you need. No. A big, massive hornet flying around the kids place. Kids screaming, all kids, that business. Uh, no, this was years ago. This was years ago, oh, before right. the kids came along. Because um, uh, I would, I was screaming, and that would have been embarrassing. Yeah, did you calmly pull over and deal with it, or did you just I flap tried, and nearly uh, crash? At the time, I had one of those uh, steering locks that I probably bought on Amazon, yeah. uh, which was... Uh, you. It was like a, just a bar that went through the steering wheel when you, you know. Yeah, they still exist, and often they're uh, okay. more expensive than the cars Car, they protect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that, well, as was mine. Yeah, right. Okay. So I remember, but it was on the passenger floor of the passenger seat, <laughs> and I remember driving, along, scooping it up with one hand, trying to steer in. I think it was French, tra southern French traffic with the other, trying to smash the Hornet against the glass with so my steering lock. You used a plank of metal as a fly swat. Yes, because it's all I had to hand. We find out so much about you. I know. I feel a bit. Like, do you feel like you've overshared? Because that's what I want. Yeah, God, yeah. Right, all right. John yeah, yeah, Holmes, yeah. thank you very much for Not as much us. as doing the book, which is available still. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you were going to use this as another chance to pimp out that. And it does have some lovely five-star reviews it does, as just well to be as clear. one-star. It has lots of five-star reviews indeed. It's very good indeed. John was very busy that year writing all <laughs> uh, John Holmes, thank you very much for joining us. Sam, see you next time. Yep. That is the end. If you enjoyed this, rate and review and all that awfulness. And please subscribe. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Bye. I love you. Bye. Great
Hello, I'm John Holmes, and yes, the last thing you need is another podcast that takes apart a television show and hacks through it like a cough going through a pensioner. Except wait, because this is the The One Show show in which myself and my guests force ourselves to watch a week's worth of TV's The One Show and then analyse it all in far too much detail. It sounds like a terrible idea, and it is for us. But for you, it's entertainment gold that's all over a programme you yourself have no intention of ever watching. The The One Show. Show Show, every Tuesday and Wednesday, wherever you get your podcasts. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.